At one point during a game, a coach called Hendry, a seven-year-old boy player aside, and asked, do you understand what cooperation is, what a team is? Henry nodded. So I'm sure you know when a foul is called, you shouldn't argue, curse, or attack the referee. And again, Henry nodded. And when I take you out of the game, it's not good sportsmanship. There are a lot of parallels between the games that we play and life in general. To set the stage, we're going to be looking at three broad areas that apply to both life the best way that we can. While the phrase dominates video games, it implies the idea of making progress to move to a higher level of competence. As such, it readily applies to areas such as personal development or even spiritual growth. And I think most of you are familiar because cutting across all age groups, genders, and ethnicities, one source has 83% of the people in the United States playing video games. So if you thought you were the only one, Clearly, you're not. Ironically, we're not even close to the countries that are at the top of the list, ranking 21st. Uh, so if we look at the game of life, we're going to be seeing some familiar territory, and we're also going to see some differences where life is definitely not a game. One cardinal rule in both is don't listen to the opposition. And by opposition, we mean individuals that have competing goals. In life, it means individuals that have goals contrary to God. One place in Scripture near the end of the New Testament that makes this clear is the book of Jude. If you'd like to turn there or bring it up on your device, we're going to be looking at several sections. Jude is a small up in faith, in prayer, and to keep themselves in the love of God. And we might see this as leveling up. But it's also a strong world and or a strong reminder in a world of shifting values and misleading voices. We're called to do the same. Join uh, me as we start reading in verse 4. For certain people have crept in unnoticed, who long ago were designated for this condemnation, ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into sensuality and deny our only master and Lord, Jesus Christ. Skipping to verse By all that they, like unreasoning animals, understand instinctively. Woe to them, for they walked in the way of their own shame, wandering stars for whom the gloom of utter darkness has been reserved forever. Listen to how the ungodliness of this people weighs on the author in verse 14. And following, it was also about these that Enoch, the seventh uh, from Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with 10,000 of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly of all their deeds of ungodliness. And they have committed in such an ungodly way and all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against them. These are grumblers, malcontents, Following their own desires, they are laughing. Verse 4, Jude refers to them as an ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality. Do we see scheming individuals today? Those who pervert God's grace as license? Of course. In verse 10, we see a description of individuals who are senseless and lack understanding. They are driven by desires rather than God's truth. Jude uses examples from biblical history to illustrate their foolishness. These people are so clueless that they have exchanged their nonsensical view of the world for any reasonable level of common sense. So bereft of common sense 
that they denigrate what they do not understand, having instincts honed by selfish desires. Do we see senselessness today? Jude describes them as shepherds who feed only themselves, verse 12, and compares them to grumblers and fault finders, verse 6, and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Ephesians 2, verse 1, as for you... You were dead in your transgressions and sins into which you used to live when you followed the ways of the world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings, but it brings us to the fore is 1 John 2 and starting in, in verse 15. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves first to leaning in to human appetites such as sexual immorality, addictions, or it refers to an attitude of superiority, self-sufficiency, and independence from God leading to an inflated ego. In the end, it's clear with just a little thought, with just a little thought, that these characteristics don't even make sense. As a matter of fact, Land. And perhaps you've seen a movie adaptation of it. The title connotes, a, connotes a, a place of wonder. But those who have read the book know that it's more about wandering in distress than a destination location. Perhaps it should have been better titled Alice in Wonderland. So, in one place, Alice asks the Cheshire Cat, would you tell me, please, which way I ought to go from here? And the cat says, that depends a good deal on where you want to get to. And Alice says, I don't much care where. So the cat says, then it doesn't matter which way you go. As long as I get somewhere, Alice exclaimed. Oh, you're sure to do that, said the cat, if you only walk long enough. In the exodus from Egypt, God's people were truly in the presence of wonders. These included signs, partings of the Red Sea, and God's presence in a without consequences. And here's something to note. God's judgment was for their physical wonder. The consequences included the very thing that they had already determined in their heart. Continuing in verse 28, so Joshua, son of Nun. But this was not only a consequence for the generation, but it was also a cautionary tale for the next. In Deuteronomy 8, God tells his people, don't keep making the same mistakes you have seen in the previous generation. Beginning in verse 1. The whole commandment that I command you today, you shall be careful to do that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land that the Lord swore to give your fathers. That man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing flowing out in the valleys and hills. And so while this was written to the people of Israel, the principles remain does not mean improvement. Activity does not mean productivity. Effort does not guarantee results. We must have the right strategy if we're going to make our way to someplace better. So how do we level up regarding strategy? It's not that complex. But it does require making some tough decisions. Maybe the best advice is to be intentional instead of like. John 10 and 27, it says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. 
1 Corinthians through me. Philippians 3 and 20 says, but our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Tough decision number three. What do we need? Also a trick question. It's again a who. Without the Lord, we're like Alice in that it does not matter what we think we need. We're just wandering around, doing time in the wilderness, waiting for our shoes to wear out. Proverbs 3 and verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make your paths straight. Matthew 6 and 33, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things. There are no replacements, no redos, no mulligans, no timeouts. up is easy because we've already won. We don't need to contemplate how to win, but to celebrate that we already have. In 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 57, it says, But, but thanks be that gave him up for all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It's God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who, at, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it's written, for your sake we are being killed all day. From the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. To choose to participate or not. In life, you're participating whether you choose to or people. If God's not at the center of that choice, then we end up with a nonsensical world, kind of like what we have today. And while, you know, I hate to admit it, a lot of times the greatest opposition that we're facing are those that are trying to make the world less broken. We see the same today. We see parents sacrificing their children in suicide. The Bible looks at this in any number of places, but one where it's really, really clear is in Colossians in 31, and I'm going to begin with verse in glory. Jude calls for the same, asking us to build ourselves in faith and prayer and the love for God. There are few parallels that give us guidance on how to demonstrate the thankfulness after we celebrate our win. Saying thank you, that's just not sufficient given the immensity of the gift that we've been given. That's why James is clear that true faith is not devoid of works as a response. I suppose while others are our opposition, they're not our opponents. It's not a game because they can't compete with us. Why? Because we want them to win too. We see Paul in Acts telling Agrippa that this was the natural result of his conversion. He doubles down in verse 28. And Agrippa said to Paul, in a short time, would you, we see the same thing. In verse 20 it says, but you dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith, and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you eternal life. Be merciful 
to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. To others show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothes stained by corrupted flesh. So, leveling up means we celebrate. I love the prayer at the end of the book of Jude where he says, we can do an authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Our ministers, our elders know, and if there's something that we can do for you tonight, won't you come as we sing the song that's been selected?